Hey guys, welcome to the Basking in the Bible podcast. This podcast is all about finding out what the Bible says about a plethora of different topics that are prevalent in today's world and letting the truth and hope of scripture fill your heart and mind in order to encourage you. Well, hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of the Basking in the Bible podcast. If you listened to the last episode, you would know that we read chapter 9 of Anxious for Nothing by Max Lucado. So today, we will be going over the discussion and reflection questions for chapter 9. And if you have this book, I encourage you guys to grab it and read along with me. And if you have a Bible, I also encourage you to grab that so that you can read any of the passages that... Um, that are mentioned in the reflection questions. So without further ado, let's get started. So chapter nine was called, think about what you think about. Your problem is not your problem, but the way you see it. And the first section is called confront the chaos. Consider this statement. You didn't select your birthplace or birth date. You didn't choose your parents or siblings. You don't determine the weather or the amount of salt in the ocean. There are many things in life over which you have no choice, but the greatest activity of life is well within your dominion. You can choose what you think about. And there's two questions that go with this statement. The first question is, do you find it difficult to control what you think about? And the second question is, well, it's actually a statement. It's a task. Describe an experience when you felt you took control of your thoughts. Question two is, do you let your mind wander? The two questions that are follow-up questions for that question, (laughs) that's a lot of questions, is where does your mind go when you don't direct it, and how do you feel afterward? Usually, just from experience, whenever my mind is not being directed by myself, I will go into either just a random place and get distracted from the task at hand, or a sinful place and that's why it's important to keep your thoughts directed by you I know that sounds kind of weird to you have to think about what you think about but it's very important that first of all first and foremost that you pray that God will give you godly thoughts and the thoughts that he wants you to think about, but also that you put in the work to veer away from any thoughts that are sinful or that distract you from more important things. Number three says, we are bombarded every day with information that fights for our brain space. Marketers are good at what they do. Cell phones, social media, and advertisements deliver a ceaseless deluge of content. The questions for this are, What things do you indulge in even though you know you should stay away from them and keep your mind focused on truth? List those things. Why do you make these choices? And what what do you notice about your circumstances or physical state when you are more susceptible to letting down your mental guard? Number four says, do you agree with this statement? Your challenge is not your challenge. Your challenge is the way you think about your challenge. Your problem is not your problem. It is the way you look at it. Why or why not? Fill in the blanks. My problem is not blank. It's the blank I let my mind focus on. The next section is called Choose Calm. 
It says, read Philippians 4, 8 through 9 again and write down the attributes Paul encourages us to focus on. Particularly note the very first attribute Paul mentions. Okay, so Philippians 4, 8 through 9. I'm going to read that so that if you don't have a Bible with you, you can hear what the book is referring to. And again, if you do have a Bible, it is going to be Philippians 4, 8 through 9. I'm sure y'all know 4, 8, and you should know 4, 9. Um, but if you don't, if you've never read the Bible or if you are new to the Bible, this is what Philippians 4, 8 through 9 says. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence, and if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. Do what you have learned and received and heard from me and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. Okay, so the questions that go with this are, is the source of your anxiety true? And obviously it's not um most of the time when you're anxious you have thoughts in your brain that are causing you to be anxious and causing those physical symptoms that you feel and most of the time they are warped views of something um or the devil just likes to put thoughts in your brain that are not true to discourage you and to make you anxious the next question is has it become a reality or is it something that might happen if it hasn't happened, don't dwell on it. Number six says, on the other hand, if the source of your anxiety is a reality, make a list of other truths that are good. These things are just as true as the mountain you face. Okay, and then there's two questions that go with that. They are, which list will you make a priority in your mind? And how do you think the Holy Spirit plays a role in helping you do this? Number seven says, whom do you go to when you hear bad news? List at least three people. And then the questions that go with that are, where is God on the list? And what does his position on this list say about your belief in his ability to solve your problems or his desire to hear your prayers? Read Psalm 8 and Psalm 121. Does anything about God strike you in these passages? Often our view of our problems looms larger than our view of God. How can you start the day in a way that places the source of your anxiety and proper per, proper perspective related, relative sorry, relative to God's magnanimous power? Okay, so I'm going to read Psalm 8 and Psalm 121, and then we will continue reading. But I'm actually going through the Psalms right now. So... I think that that's really cool that I get to read two of them today. So let me just make sure that I got the right psalms. Okay. So the first one says, Lord, our Lord, how magnificent is your name throughout the earth. You have covered the heavens with your majesty. From the mouths of infants and nursing babies, you have established a stronghold on account of your adversaries in order to silence the enemy and the avenger. When I observe your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you set in place, what is a human being that you remember him, a son of man that you look after him? You made him little less than God, and crowned him with glory and honor. You made him ruler over the works of your hands. You put everything under his feet. All the sheep and oxen, as well as the animals in the wild, the birds of the sky and the fish of the sea that pass through the currents of the seas. 
Lord, our Lord, how magnificent is your name throughout the earth. So that's Psalm 8. And then the other one is going to be Psalm 121. And this is what it says. I lift my eyes toward the mountains. Where will my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. Your protector will not slumber. Indeed, the protector of Israel does not slumber or sleep. The Lord protects you. The Lord is a shelter right by your side. The sun will not strike you by day or the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all harm. He will protect your life. The Lord will protect your coming and going both now and forever. Um, so I've already read the questions for that section. So I'm going to move on to the next one. It says, take time to write down today's anxious thoughts in the form of bullet points and bring each of them before the Lord with this prayer. Jesus, this anxious negative thought just wormed its way into my mind. Is it from you? Ask Jesus to take away whatever thoughts are not from him. And then this is the meditation. It's by Dietrich Bonhoeffer. It's a prayer. Um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it doesn't really matter. So this is what it says. Oh God, early in the morning I cry to you. Help me to pray and gather my thoughts to you. I cannot do it alone. In me it is dark, but with you there is light. I am lonely, but you do not desert me. My courage fails me, but with you there is help. I am restless, but with you there is peace. In me there is bitterness, but with you there is patience. I do not understand your ways, but you know the way for me. Father in heaven, praise and thanks be to you for the night. That wraps up the discussion and reflection questions for chapter 9 of Anxious for Nothing by Max Lucado. I really enjoyed making this episode for you guys, and I hope you guys were encouraged by it. If you were, I encourage you to follow the podcast on Spotify, and you will be updated. Um, Every time I release a new episode, I release episodes twice a week if I'm doing it consistently, um, which I try to do the best that I can. So yeah, anyway, I hope you guys have a wonderful day or night or whatever time that you are listening to this episode, and I will be back soon for the next episode of the Basking in the Bible podcast. Bye, guys. Thank you.